I'm Lizanne Flynn. I'm a master healer who works with all earthlings to reunite them within themselves and with each other, regardless of the dimension they're currently in. Meaning, I'm a medium as well as an animal communicator, medical intuitive, and channel for all beings. I use the tools of shamanic journeying and soul retrieval to support animals and humans as they heal from past trauma. I'm certified as a Reiki master teacher and as a canine massage therapist. This is the Animals I View podcast. Would you believe me if I told you that as much as beings in human experience are somewhat attached to thrusting away any semblance of shadow, as in evil, bad, and pretty much the opposite of good, except in a spiritual context of shadow work, and as if that alone solves the issue of separation of that species on this planet, that they are also attached in exactly the opposite direction to light, even if it doesn't authentically belong to them, but to others who actually are of both light and shadow and therefore unity. Thus spoke Butterfly, (laughs) with the beginning of their channeled message to me this week and their one-word inspiration, because that's how all species roll, of connect. I realize it's a bit of a run-on sentence to start with, and yet you might imagine the seeming weightlessness of Butterfly, and how easily they communicate all in one magical thought, the entirety of their whole being. For if one species alone on this planet would understand the meaning of that word connect, as it relates to both of our separate points of view, light and contrast to light, it would be butterfly. In dissolving their very physical form, creating a protective layer over that now liquid form, and then creating a pair of wings with which to fly where heretofore they had only been capable of crawling attached to a twig or earth herself, it would most definitely be Butterfly who understands the wisdom and necessity of connecting both light and contrast to light on our shared planet. There will, of course, be more of the message from Butterfly at the end of the podcast as per usual. And I would note, as I probably have before, that I'm using capital B for butterfly and capital A for all animals, as I show in the podcast script, and because of their collective awareness and as one of their species speaks for all as an ambassador. It is at this point, butterfly would interject, we're not all light and fluffy, you know. Because, as per usual with animals, they exist in more than one dimension at once and are likely mirroring what someone out there in the podcast land will be thinking. Oh, of course, connect, as in connect with love and light and harmony and, quote, from Butterfly, all that jazz. It is meant to be a connect within first, so that whatever you offer to the rest of the earth in service, it spans the entire spectrum of energy, so that many can resonate with the point at which you were, you are, or you will be 
and can connect with you because that's what matters most. That one point of connection where someone looking at butterfly and perhaps taking delight in their wings, or if they can't take delight in the wings because they themselves are still in caterpillar stage and crawling along, butterfly would encourage them to remember what will be. And they would add further, as it can be and is for all the rest of the species on the planet except for human. What is mirrored is a consistent touchstone of what was, what is, and what will be, so that all can feel the web of energy contained within, so that we can all thrive in balance and energy on the outside. I would add myself at this juncture. I haven't quite had the experience of having a podcast be shared so thoroughly by another species, and I'm finding it to be equal parts amusing first, and to be honest, ever so slightly alarming second. And even at that last, butterfly comes and lands ever so lightly on my nose to remind me to relax a bit more and not take myself so seriously. Much has been made about human observation of the migratory patterns of the numbers of species across our planet at different times of the year, primarily, or so we say, because of what we can find out about the health of the species who dance, following the lead of the movements of the planet herself. The underlying reason for this research is, of course, because we have to figure into the mix and would like to be somewhere near the top, is how the planet is aging prematurely and why we should be anxious about that. We make noises about the reason why our impact on it, and create conservation programs for ourselves, erroneously perceiving that it's for the other species, no, no, really it is, versus preservation programs that truly are for preserving that species. Because, as I said, we have to be in the overall mix somehow. A distant secondary reason for the study of these migratory patterns is what these species can tell us about the mirrors they are for how their health is, and of course, our concern for them, as I said, is what we lead with. Because it makes us feel good, and truly, I don't doubt that some research really would go to their graves saying, but I meant well often with human intentions and our animal relatives, we're clueless about the consequences of how our intentions really do affect their health and well-being. I have seen it so many times with companion animals, and it stands to reason and logic. This is only amplified when dealing with whole species in themselves. And here again, We have to figure somehow into the mix in our own ubiquitous, human-centric way. We see what's in the mirror, and just like on a bad hair day, we don't like what we see, not only because of the impact to the species, and also perhaps to a greater extent what this means to our species, 
butterfly being typically listed among the top 10 pollinators on the planet. And to quote from one article from the USDA, quote, some scientists estimate that one out of every three bites of food we eat exists because of animal pollinators like bees, butterflies and moths, birds and bats, beetles and other insects. We need them way more than they need us, and perhaps that's why we can't quite bring ourselves to authentically represent our contrast with them. Destruction of our shared planet, because we're so desperately seeking the light side of it, which is that our species goes on living for a very long time. It's that security piece that we're seeking. And even now, you may feel the fear that we try to shove to the side or ignore because we are not connecting in a balanced way with the connection between the two. Light and contrast to light in the way that Butterfly requests that we do. Regular listeners of this podcast may be surprised to hear that I actually only have a few disagreements with my frenemy science <laughs> with these migratory pattern observations. First and foremost, of course, would be the observation-only aspect without adding in the animal communion with the species themselves to answer all of the unanswerable questions still lingering and freely admitted by researchers that observation of any sentient being will never, ever, ever give you. As quoted in the New York Times article that was the genesis for the message from Butterfly, variations of the statement at the end of the article sprinkled freely throughout was, quote, there's a lot of things we don't understand. We wouldn't dream of doing that, just observation without communing and or asking with another human. So why do we persist in doing this with animals? I think partly because we fear the paradigm shift that would occur where we're no longer on top or perceive ourselves to be, and that shift would likely upend everything else for our species. You can feel the cascade effect of energy that would occur. This observation-only parameter must be shown to be obsolete. In the immortal words of Buckminster Fuller, Google just those words, obsolete and Buckminster Fuller, and you'll get the quote. And of course, I disagree over the conserve versus preserve because we've so bastardized our true role of steward and guardian of these other species. We must evolve together with them. There's no other way forward than evolving together. We must shift our role away from what no longer serves either them or us, it must start to be a we, capital W. Which Butterfly would say is the whole point behind their one-word message of connect. As they've been speaking freely throughout the podcast, which, when you look at it, is how they move energetically. They land and sip nectar, they may stay a while, then they may fly away only to land a few seconds to an hour to a whole geographical location later. Their message continues with this following. They would say, 
How can you possibly seek to connect with others in order to fulfill your true purpose on this planet of balance and partnership without connecting within yourself first? How many more times will you seek to projectile vomit, their words, not mine, your lack of love for self onto whole others of your species simply out of a lack of balance and partnership and because you are so desperately attached to the very contrast power that you think in your mind, which doesn't exist for them, by the way, is of the light simply because it makes your body feel overly good. How misguided can you possibly be with your own inner connection not to realize that every single iota of your energetic spew affects even the most lowly and, in your view, primarily pretty butterfly and quite possibly your own food source? And y'all, I don't think this is hyperbole on the part of butterfly. You may be familiar with the butterfly effect theory, That was the origin of chaos theory that says, bottom line, even the flap of a butterfly's wings can create outsized, if you will, resulting chaos. And yet it was this theory that is also used to predict patterns of chaos that humans use to feel safe within the design of this planet of duality. In other words, exactly the opposite for which butterfly likely intended their flap of the wings to be. They don't deny the seeming chaos of duality, far from it. They do resent the lack of connection our species has with these moments of chaos that can actually make us feel safe. When we fly on them like butterfly does with the winds of a resulting tornado created by a soft breeze. That's how this planet works. Our continual attempts to escape are just that. They're merely attempts. We're not meant to escape. We're meant to make the most of whatever it is that happens while they're here. That's the whole point. And Butterfly would say they're capable of doing this, all because they are connected with their past and present enough to know that their future is literally riding the contrast of the winds to their next destination. In other words, trusting contrast to light as the only vehicle that's going to get them to what will be. It's the human interpretation and attempt to reduce everything down to something that can be explained and controlled and which completely and totally drains every bit of butterfly magic from the planet. Duality, of course, can feel a lot to us like chaos because we choose not to see the relationship between light and contrast to light. We choose not to see the connection. We'd much rather ignore it and seek only what makes us feel safe, which, as I've said before, is our biological hardwiring coming to the forefront over what our collective soul awareness tells us all of the time if we would just listen. Butterfly further says, Take our name off of this theory. We want no more to do with it because everything we do is on purpose and only for the balance and partnership with others on the planet. Can you possibly say the same? 
It is only by the interconnection with your past and present that you can possibly connect with your own cycles of seemingly opposites to recognize the continual shifting of energy from place to place as we do, with the galactic visitor you remaining the same. Do you think we lose connection with our deep introspection and literal dissolving of everything of our past in order that we may be completely reborn into something so fantastically different that it seems impossible to you, you who only has a limited fixed physical form from birth through death? You are so externally focused with the false and deteriorating funny house of mirrors because all of your insecurities are lined up and your refusal to face them is only because you think you'll be harmed by them if you attempt to heal them by an internal connection. What an odd species you are indeed. And yet, you were charged with gaining wisdom for how to be like us and every other species who chooses to speak through our ambassador to you. Our hope is your hope, and you would do well to pay attention to your own cycles of consistent connection and understand that they can be, when seen with deep compassion, as light as a butterfly's wing to carry. There is no way forward except together. At least, that's how butterfly sees it. Thanks for listening today. Leave a review if you're so inspired and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I offer all new clients a free 15-minute consultation. Reach out to schedule online if you think I can be of service via www.lizanneflynn.com. Come and find me on social media, Facebook, Twitterverse, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I encourage you to sign up for my quarterly newsletter on my website, where I also post notices for upcoming events such as new courses and online psychic fairs. This has been the Animal's Eye View podcast. I'll see you next time.